On today's brand new Life After College podcast, we go over Tyler's recent Lake Tahoe trip and all the sights and sounds that come with that. We give a bachelor party preview for one of my good friends and guests of the podcast, Brandon Cleefoot. In segment two, we dive into the NBA Conference Finals and give our predictions yet again on what's going to happen with the rest of the playoffs. We then finish up that segment with an album review of local legend Jack Harlow. Segment three finishes off the episode strong with our random question, some recommendations, and Tyler's quote or tweet of the week. All that and more on a brand new banging Life After College podcast. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode number 15 of the Life After College podcast. I am your host, Austin Zershmead, joined again by my co-host, Tyler Brockman. And today, we got a big thing to talk about for you guys. Tyler, recently, we've been talking about the last couple weeks, just got back from his Lake Tahoe trip, a lot of fun in the sun, snow, hot tub t brock take it away and tell us how it was man it was awesome been a while since uh had a nice vacation like that um probably one of my first um definitely my longest vacation like with just friends you know longer than a weekend type trip it was a full week long um got to experience it all really uh we got there snowed in for a few days then by the time we were done we were uh you know some of the last days we were out in shorts and a t-shirt we were uh down at the lake you know getting about a foot deep so it was really fun um tahoe wasn't uh a place i ever thought i would go uh, but the opportunity presented itself and there i was um so it was it was cool. Uh, we were kind of there between seasons. You know, if you're looking for maybe a place to go, I know you like skiing, you know, maybe take a, a bigger ski trip than something local. If you're ever looking for something like out in, out in those areas, uh, I think the skiing around Lake Tahoe is pretty big, but we were kind of there after ski season. Um, and then the actual like, lake stuff to do i mean by the end of the week people were getting their boats out and putting them on the water and stuff like that but it was just a massive lake and i was looking back at the pictures of it and they just don't look like what i was seeing you know uh but it's just this huge lake and then it's like mountains all around it um i don't know i think it was like six thousand something feet up in the air so over a mile above sea level uh, the elevation got to us sometimes. Uh, one day we went out to go shoot some hoops, and I mean, we were <laughs> struggling to breathe. You know, you've never heard of any good basketball players coming out of Lake Tahoe, and the reason is is because it's impossible to breathe up there. But uh, that was that was still fun. By the end of it, we were playing a couple games of twenty one and stuff like that. Um. Got to experience some of the towns around there uh, with, again, it wasn't too busy, wasn't quite in their lake season for tourists, um, but it was past their ski season. So uh, that was nice, you know, 
at it quiet. Uh, we're able to go eat wherever we wanted to. We were able to find parking wherever we wanted to. Could just kind of like stop and go take pictures by the water. Um, so that was nice. Uh, I could I could see myself going back sometime. You know, I think that's what uh, really determines if a place is cool or not. You know, if you would if you could see yourself going back. Mm-hmm. And I could see myself going back, so uh, it was a it was a cool place. Um, so I know when you first started, you were snowed in in the hot tub, snow falling on your head, a couple drinks deep, uh, and by the end of the week, you were out on the water, shorts and t shirt, playing basketball. Um, so exactly what was the temperature range from beginning of the week to the end? So I mean, I think. It was maybe in the low 20s, you know, early on. Um, And beginning of the week, we weren't really going outside. I think the furthest you go outside is to take the trash out to the bear box. Um, And then, you know, a quick sprint over to the hot tub. Uh, By the end of the week, it was you know, maybe in the 60s, like low 60s, but it really felt a lot warmer than that. Even when it was in the 20s, it felt, you know, like it might be 40s, you know, when it was 50s, 60s, we were like taking our shirt off playing basketball, you know, we were uh, walking down to the beach in, you know, shorts and a t-shirt. So you think it's um, because of that thin air, that thin air, that sunshine? I mean, we were getting a little sunburnt on one of the days. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the like UV index, um, I don't know. I don't follow it that closely, but it was, you know, seven, eight, which to my understanding is pretty high. Yeah, that ain't no joke. Um, the dry air, very different from this uh, Louisville air that's so thick. Um really struggling to keep your skin from getting dry and stuff like that. But, you know, a little bottle of lotion, a little <laughs> thing of chapstick, you'll, you'll make it through. And, you know, with you all kind of being inside the first uh, couple days, did you all do any type of, you know, drinking games? Um, you know, I kind of have something coming up this week that I'll talk about here soon. Uh, I might take some ideas from you. But you got anything that I could use in the future that y'all did? I mean, I don't know that we did any uh, drinking games. The drinking was just happening. Um, didn't need <laughs> a game, the game for that. Yeah. Uh, we played kind of that like giant Jenga type thing, you know, with the really big Jenga pieces. Mm-hmm. That one uh, got pretty stressful. Um, yeah, I've seen some pics. Yeah, yeah. Looked like you um, were sweating. I was sweating. I was the one who ended up knocking it over. Um, it was just impossible at that point. We, we made that tower too weak. Um, honestly, I thought the game was going to end about five rounds before it did. So I was just happy that I got that far. Um, but yeah, we were playing some other, you know, party games that, um, you know, since we were just getting to know each other better, some things at like question prompts, um, playing some chess, um, I know I mentioned that before. So, um, you know, it was good to play chess with some people. Um, 
you know, I mean, we we just really had a good time and the time flew and uh, especially at the beginning, nothing was too structured, uh, yeah. which was nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we had a few games and stuff that we played, but um, I don't know how well it would correlate to what you got going on coming up. So, yeah. You want to go ahead and get into that? Um, yeah, let's, I'll go ahead and dive right in. So, T-Brock, you had your your Lake Tahoe review, all the sights and sounds, games and vibes that came with that. I'll dive into what I got going on this week. And, you know, for the listeners out there, Brandon Cleefoot, guest of the podcast from a couple weeks ago, he's getting married. You know, a lot of people will say, no, don't do it. But this is one of the good things that comes with getting married. You get to go on a crazy bachelor party. And we're going to treat them right. So my mom, I think I may have mentioned this before, she's got a lake house on Lake Barkley. I'll always preface it by saying it's my mom's lake house. It ain't my lake house. You know, I'm I'm just humble like that. It ain't my boat. It's my mom's boat. That's facts. Because I ain't put no money down. Nope. So... Mom's got the lake house over in Lake Barkley. Took off on Friday. A lot of us are heading down there Thursday night. Spend all the day down there Friday, Saturday, and leave sometime Sunday if we all still are alive by the end of that weekend. But a lot of guys from high school coming. Um, should be a good time. Uh, so we get down there Thursday night. People be coming in. You know, various times, people coming in from Cincinnati, coming from Richmond, Lexington, Nashville, I think someone's coming from Mount Washington, Louisville. So a little bit everywhere around the region. Coming in Thursday night, we'll stop at a Walmart. Um, Speaking of which, with you all, you know, you have a a house of, you know, seven, eight people. Mm -hmm. Um, When y'all went to the store, did you all pitch in and all like split something? What was your all's like meals? Was it just like breakfast and dinner? Yeah. So uh, the way we did it, you know, we knew we had to get some food for a few days because we knew the snow was coming. Um, so that uh, first morning at breakfast, we had already gone to get um, the stuff to make breakfast at the house. And pretty much every day we had um, eggs and either like bacon or sausage. Um, and then we would have either like pancakes or waffles or cinnamon rolls or biscuits and gravy or something like that. So we got all of that stuff just, you know, pretty much in bulk. Uh, Cause we were cooking about, you know, 18 eggs a morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that first morning at breakfast, we knew that we had a few hours before the snow came. So we were planning out some, dinners and stuff like that and so we did like a a taco night a uh, pasta night and we got like some stuff to make like a chicken and potatoes and vegetables type of meal um and then just some you know people picked up what they wanted for lunches and then we all just put it on one card and we're gonna split the groceries just individually um and then, like, the restaurant stuff, we'll go back through those receipts and 
you know, we can pick on that, like who had what. But as far as grocery stuff, we just kind of we're gonna split it up like that. Yeah, there's a there's a Walmart off the Western Kentucky Parkway near Princeton um, in the Jackson Purchase area. I don't know if you're familiar with Kentucky Regents. Mm-hmm. I sure am. But down in the Jackson Purchase. Um, Walmart over there, I'll probably get a couple cans of biscuits, maybe some cinnamon rolls, like you said, sausage, bacon, eggs. Probably do like breakfast sandwiches for, you know, Friday, Saturday, maybe Sunday. Look, you got to keep these boys alive. And if it's going to be a weekend like you want it to be, you got to start off with a a nice breakfast. Now, these are some beefy boys that I'm bringing too, so they're going to be eating a lot more than what I'm used to. Um, If they just ate what I ate, whenever I ate it, I don't think they would last the whole weekend. So, got to take into account, you know, feeding some some burly boys from the country. Um, might be spending, you know, who knows how much I'll be spending at the grocery feeding these daggone boys. Um, but probably getting some biscuits, cinnamon rolls. Not quite sure what I'm going to do for lunch. Uh, might just get like ham, cheese, bread, and just tell them to fuck off. Um, dinner, I'll grab some frozen pizzas, might do burgers on the grill. Um, might go out. There's a Mexican restaurant like 20, 25 minutes away. Maybe do that one night. Yeah, we never went out for Mexicans. We had about eight bags of chips and a couple you know, jugs of salsa and guac and stuff like that. So that's yeah. a that's an easy snack or something like that. Sometimes that was my whole lunch. Yeah. So definitely going to make a list when we head down there on, on what to get for, for the weekend food-wise. Um, Friday, should have a majority of people down there. Uh, I think we're going to be – we got our jet skis out ready to go. We got the boat ready to go. Um, I'm bringing cups for beer pong. I think someone's going to be bringing the table. We can put it down at the beach. We can put it on the back deck. Um, There's, you know, we got cornhole going on. We got putter ball. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about it before on the podcast, but it's basically beer pong and putt-putt in one. Mm, Very nice. So some cool there. Um, lots of places to sleep. I think we got a couple blow up mattresses, a couple bedrooms, a couple twins, a couple queens. Um, so everybody should have their own bed really. Um, so no one's doubling up on a, on a queen or something. Everyone will have their own space. So that will be cool. Um, Saturday morning, we got a tea time. I uh, talked about it earlier about a hobby that I would partake in. Uh, so we're we're golfing at Mineral Mound um, Golf Course, one of the state parks over in that area, um, right on the lake. So not terribly far away from the house. Uh, early enough in the morning to where if we play all eighteen, it'll be before. 
you know, 11 or, or so. I, I actually don't know how long it takes to, to golf 18 holes. And I have no idea. You're asking the wrong guy. Yeah. Uh, I've only gone golfing once, and it was absolutely horrible. I don't remember much. Um, all I know is it was hard to just hit the daggone ball, for one, for starters. For two, we went probably in the middle of a heat wave after it rained ferociously. So it was very humid. And on a golf course, you got to be somewhat professional, keep your shirt on, uh, all that good stuff. So it was hot for sure. Definitely not an experience that I would want to experience again on with those certain situations. But we're going to try again on Saturday. Everyone that's going, I think, has golfed before or even golfs regularly. So I might be the one that's uh, driving the golf cart. Um, that's fine with me. You know, I'm the racer of the, the friend group. I, I'm the one that watches NASCAR, watches F1, knows how to take a, a left turn, take a right turn, gas, brake, all that good stuff. Might be the best driver of the group. I mean, I wouldn't say that, but the people are saying that. So, you know, we'll see. People are saying that. Uh, but it should be a good time. We'll see uh, what goes on this weekend. I will be sure to give a recap on the next episode for sure. Looking forward to hearing about it. Kicking off segment number two. We're going to discuss the NBA Conference Finals. So recently, we had our very own Tyler Sharp on the podcast give his predictions on what was going to happen. We all gave our predictions before, gave our predictions again, and now we're going to do it again since all of our teams are out. You know, this seems to be quite the, the way things are going with picking teams this year with March Madness. Well, I'll say that for myself because I know you had a pretty good March Madness. Yeah, if my March Madness was trash, though, I would have changed it every week. Yeah, but March Madness was bad this year for me. NBA Finals picks, bad again for me. Early we picked Suns, 76ers, switched it around. They had the Suns and the Bucks. Both those teams are out. So now we got our conference final set up to be the Warriors versus the Mavericks, the Heat versus the Celtics. Tyler, I'm going to let you go ahead and take the floor. What do you think of the playoffs so far? Any surprises? Uh, and then what do you got going on for the rest of the playoffs? Uh, well, I've enjoyed it. You know, um, the playoffs is really when I start watching the NBA more regularly and each round I feel like I'm watching more and more like a, a higher and higher percentage of the games each uh, each round and stuff like that. Um, I was happy to see a couple game sevens yesterday, was not happy to see how uncompetitive they were. Um, but regardless, you know, love a game seven. Um, yeah, unfortunately, you know, we picked Sun Sixers. Um, I was kind of hoping that the Sixers didn't continue after I saw kind of how beat up 
their team was injury injury wise. I thought they would have just gotten you know swept the next round or something. So uh, no sense in really putting them through that. Uh, but without further ado, I'll get into my predictions. Um, I'm looking at uh, the winner of the finals being the Golden State Warriors over the Boston Celtics. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, the Mavs were really impressive uh, last week against – or not last week, but um, the other day, yesterday, whenever it was. I'm still on Tahoe time. Um, whenever they played the Suns, they were impressive. Um, but the Warriors, you know, they're looking like the Warriors that they used to be. Uh, they can get hot. They can, you know, spit off, you know, a dozen threes, it seems like, in just a few minutes and just really bust a game wide open. Um, so I like I like what I'm seeing out of them. And then the Celtics heat, I thought that one was kind of hard to pick. Um, but I feel like they – you know, beat the best player in the East already, uh, being Giannis. And I don't know. I think that they've got a solid team around them that can go against the Heat and uh, beat the Heat. So that's that's what I'm thinking right now is Warriors over Celtics in the finals. Not too shabby. Uh, I remember uh, Tyler Sharp sent me a message saying, you know, it's very interesting – NBA playoffs when they come around on how the best player on the floor is um, and not just, you know, for one team, but the best player on the court in general. And with Luca, which is who he was referencing, being the best player on the court in that Suns math series, practically all series uh, kind of proved, you know, that you're, you're going to want to have the best player. And the Suns, maybe they have the best team, the better team. They were the one seed. Hall of Fame point guard Chris Paul, a star in the making, Devin Booker, you know, Mikael Bridges, defensive player of the year, DeAndre Aiden, solid role-playing center. Um, you know, great coach. One seed in the in the West. You know, they were, you know, pretty much a lock for the finals, it seemed like, until – Maybe the Warriors turned it on uh, towards the end of the season and kind of became what they became now. But this Mavs team, they're they're looking scary. Um, as a Houston fan, I don't really have the hate that most Houstonians that actually live in Houston have for the Mavericks and the Spurs and you know interstate rivals. So I mean, I like Dallas. I like Mark Cuban. I like Luca a lot. Um, you know, it's kind of going off Tyler's argument. Luca could very well be the best player in that series as well. And, you know, if Spencer Dinwiddie kind of plays how he did in Game 7, you, you might see the Mavericks make the finals, uh, which is crazy to see um, based on, you know, how they played in years past. And if, you know, you're Christoph's Porzingis and that happens, you got to be sick to your stomach. Because um, maybe you were the person that was holding the team back, holding Luca from his, you know, reaching his full potential with, with the Mavericks. Um, so that's a, that's a very underrated series, I think. Uh, Heat Celtics, 
Uh, I was rooting for the Celtics to beat the Bucks. I am probably the biggest anti Giannis fan that I know, uh, especially in my friend group. Everybody loves him. Thinks he's just a quirky, fun guy. Says dad jokes in post game interviews, and you know seems so humble and whatever. But I, I see through it. I know who he is deep down. Some fake tough guy tries to be humble, but really is a cocky sob. You know he he has no bag. It's non-existent. It's get the ball, do a halfback dive, and get as close to the rim as you can. Usually it works out for him, but I feel like if you got a good team, good defensive team, you you can know how to neutralize them. And I feel like if the Bucks were to beat the Celtics, I think the Heat maybe four one the Bucks. Um, that's kind of like what they did a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spolstra is a is a good uh, team coach. Heat are good defensively. I think that series comes down to Jalen Brown. Uh, if he proves that he can be a number two long-term next to Jason Tatum, um, this is the series to do it. If not, if he throws some eight-point games in there, 12-point games in there, uh, this could be close to being a sweep for the Heat, I believe. Tatum is a, is a superstar uh, now. Uh, he's kind of reached his um, his arc and looks like he's going to stay up there for a while. You know, they've had this duo of Brown and Tatum trying it out the last couple of years. Tatum's flourished in that role of being the one. Brown sometimes looks like a two, sometimes looks like, you know, a six guy off the bench, sometimes looks like, you know, a, a rotational role player. So if he comes out and solidifies himself as a number two, then they have a good chance of beating the Heat. But he's just been so inconsistent in, in being, you know, that number two guy that I just don't think it happens. I think Tatum might have to come out and drop forty-five a night for them to just be competitive. Um, so don't have any faith in, in Jalen Brown to keep it up, game in and game out. Maybe one game here or there, but. For the whole series, I don't think so. And then that is also an interesting um, argument. You know, if the Celtics were to lose, if Jalen Brown has two, three duds uh, in this series, maybe they move on. Maybe they make a trade, you know, a a Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brown swap, you know, like that we discussed from a couple weeks ago. So something to look forward to. Uh, Both series, I think, are going to be pretty good. I think that Mavs Warriors series is going to sneak up on a lot of people. I think the Mavericks are starting to really flourish. You know, they're young, play hard. Luca is phenomenal. If Spencer Dinwiddie plays how he's you know supposed to, that can be a scary see or scary series for the Warriors. Heat, I think they take care of the Celtics. Um, I think Mavs Warriors go to seven. I think Heat Celtics is maybe five, maybe six, if, if Brown, you know, plays decent. Um, but in a game seven, you know, you never know what can happen. Um, so I'll, I'll go ahead and give the nod to the Warriors just because they've been there before. They're, um, you know, professionals. They've got a solid team: Steph, Clay, Jordan Poole, Draymond. 
But I think the Heat will beat the Warriors um, in the finals, maybe six games. Jimmy gets his ring. Bam. Tyler Hero. Maybe Kyle Lowry comes back. Who knows? Um, but that is who I got. Heat over Warriors. Possibly Heat over Mavs. But that's what I got so far. Um, do you have any any comments on that? Yeah, I mean, I feel like your big thing against the Celtics is with Jalen Brown. And I hear what you're saying, but you don't need him to be good seven games out of seven in a series. You know, you need him to be good four games, you know, and hope that you're able to capitalize on those games. So, um, yeah, I mean, if that's your number one player and you're relying on him, yeah, you're going to need him to show up or else it's not competitive. But um, I could see them still winning a game where he has like 14 points or something like that just because everyone else goes off. And then I can, you know, see him having – uh, you know, more than a couple games where uh, he really shows like he's the true number two. So um, I, I, I like what you had to say, though. Yeah. Time will tell. Um, we'll, we'll find out. For sure. And, you know, this past week, or these past couple weeks, you know, you've been traveling. Um, last Saturday, uh, last Friday, actually, Jack Harlow's album came out. I know you probably downloaded it before you got on the plane. Load it up. Probably throw it on repeat a couple times while you're up in the air. Have you ever, were you able to have a Man, listen? You know, you know, I listened to that actually uh, the morning after it came out. So I was, I felt like I was real early on it. Um, and then there were several times where we, Uh, We're picking a playlist to play around the house or play when we're out in the hot tub. And there were several times where we just put that album on, put it on shuffle, something like that, had them uh, playing out. So I've I've given it a few listens uh, through now at this Mm -hmm. point. So with that being said, you know, what is, you know, your overall takes on the album? Um, I mean, I think generally I'm positive about it. Yeah, I know you're not I like, a big rap guy. I know your favorite your right. favorite guy is Phil Collins. So it's a little different for the people. Yeah. Um, just you know, when I listen to music, I'm not too into the lyrics. Um, I just don't pay attention to them, to be honest with you. So, um, you know, this album had several songs that were, you know, very lyrically, you know, gifted, and I can appreciate that. Um, but it's just not like what I listen to music wise a lot. Um, that being said, you know, I still can appreciate them. I can still listen to them. Um, but I'm going to go for the ones that are more of a banger to me more often than not. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I hear, I hear what you're saying. Um, so I'll go ahead and jump in and give my take. You know, when first class first came out, I was a little a little scared on what the album's going to be like. Um, I ran through it five, six, seven, eight, nine times to get the full full effect of everything. 
Um, and this shit's hard. Mm. I was scared. You know, first class came out, that snippet was going to be a banger song actually came out and I was a little maybe underwhelmed with it but full album came out gave it a couple listens gave it some more slept on it thought about it played it some more and it's solid it's solid it it does it sounds a lot different than his last album which is kind of like what I was worried about it was going to sound like again and you know I listened to a bunch of interviews since the album came out with him kind of explaining where his head was at and you know he said on the last album he was just picking kind of beats out of a pack and and rapping over them while on this one he kind of went back to how he was when he first started and he was you know listening to the beat and saying "Ooh, I don't like that change this flip this around turn this up so he really was almost like producing his album as well as writing and, and rapping over Uh, everything and you know he had all legends on the album i mean justin timberlake that's the one that's you know kind of shocking everybody that he got him on an album yeah um drake lil wayne pharrell i mean just absolutely you know a wide range of people for sure so Um, then what what do you now that you've listened to it a few times through more than a few times through uh, what what's your top songs off of it? Um, top songs. I mean, I like I got a shot. That, that's yeah. That's, that that's one sounds probably one. my favorite. Yeah, I like that. It is very bumpy. I like how you put that. Yeah, it's got a it's got some pop to it. Um, I like it when Snoop Dogg comes in on Young Carlezy and like the beat changes. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Dua Leap is nice. Uh, Dua Leap is funny. I like that one. <laughs> um, and I mean, you know, you got you always got to appreciate a song with with Drake on it as well. And you know, Drake's at the top, and, and Jack's probably making his his way there. So, and I mean, th- there's not really a bad one on there. I, I can say, uh, I I can't really say that on. The last album, um, I've ran through that a couple times, but it doesn't really have a whole lot of repeat listens. Um, I mean, I've gone back and listened to a couple of them, but I'm not running through a whole album um, from That's What They All Say. But this one I've ran through multiple times. I'll I'll start from the top on my drives to wherever, and we'll just run through it all completely um, and, and not skip anything. So. Very solid album, or very solid album. Uh, I'm happy with how it came out. Happy that it's you know shooting to, towards the top. Um, he's getting a lot of praise, had a lot of you know crazy features on here. Uh, I think this is gonna what's gonna boost him to superstardom for sure. Boy, you know what's overrated? What's overrated? Reese's peanut butter eggs. Mm, you think there's too much peanut butter? I don't know what it is, but too big of a bite. 
No, because I really like Reese's. Like yeah. just the circle ones. How do you feel about the uh, like mini cups? You know? Like you get a bag and there's like 12 of them in there. Yeah. Because those I think have a more like more chocolate to peanut butter ratio. I think there's something nice about that. I think sometimes, you know, you get the egg and, you know, you're halfway through it and you're like, I need some milk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't don't know if I'm big into the the shapes of Reese's. Yeah, I just got the like jack-o'-lantern ones and then they've got the like little bunny ones. Like the Santa Claus ones. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people will debate on Twitter, whatever, what's good, what's not. What's the best Reese's? I'm just, give me that just plain two-pack one. But it sucks that even like the individual ones, they're smaller than the ones in the two-pack. So I have to buy, you know, like that case of like six two-pack rolls. Because all the other ones taste different. The single ones that are a little bit smaller aren't as good as that one. The the shaped ones aren't as good as, as those. Um, and even the mini ones aren't as good. So I'm in a quiet predicament. If they can just make the ones in the two-pack to be singles and actually just keep the same size and, and taste and everything. But, you know, their company, they're cutting costs. Yeah, but then you wouldn't be buying a six-pack of them. They know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. They need to like make more than you know twelve because that's essentially what it is. It's just twelve Reese's. Well, I don't know what you want from them. I want more, T. Bro. <laughs> I'm not they're, satisfied. They're a company. Like they're going to do what's best for the money. Get your money up. Tell that to my boss. <laughs> You tell that's your boss. <laughs> tell that to my boss. I ain't <laughs> hey, got Emily? no money. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got no money. <laughs> tell Emily to give you a raise. I'll ask for a raise on my allowance soon. <laughs> it's about time I've earned it. Will she give you like 20 bucks a week to go to no, she just, Luchador? No, I just see something online. I'm like, ooh, look at this. And then she's like, you should buy it. <laughs> and that's how that goes. She says, let me get my credit card out of my purse. No, I got I got myself as an authorized user, so I have one of her cards that's like tied to her bank account. <laughs> it's for the cash back, baby. Mm-hmm. That's girl man shit right there. Fellas. Fellas, yeah. Get Fellas, somebody get like yourself, Emily. Get yourself an Emily so that you can uh, be an authorized user on her credit card. But I'm sure she'll get paid dividends once you start getting that dentist money. She'll be well taken care of. She she cre- she keeps uh, stacking her checks, you know. I hear you. I got I got work to keep up with. Mm-hmm. HOA ain't cheap. HOA is cheap here because we don't have a pool or anything. That's why we picked this place. Yeah. HOA is so cheap. Don't gotta do no landscaping. I mean, there's a little bit of mulch and some flower beds and stuff, but not a whole lot of grass. Um, They scrape the parking lot when it snows. We're going to get some new um, staircases 
put in. Um, I don't know, probably a new roof in the next few years. So they take care of all that. But the places that are expensive with their HOAs are the ones that have like a pool or a tennis court or something like that. Yeah. All that bougie stuff. All that bougie stuff. Laura, now that we went on a little rant, I'm keeping this all in, by the way. All right. Then let's, you know, we were talking about music. Let's get back into music. I'll go ahead and ask you the random question first, (laughs) so I can't be accused of stealing it. Uh, I want your Mount Rushmore of recent artists that you've listened to. I'm talking about the top four that you've been listening to recently, not your top four of all time. How about you hit me with your Mount Rushmore? All right, you know what? I, I like what you're doing. You know, trying to give me the floor first. I'm gonna one up you and say me and you are gonna snake draft. All right. Ooh, okay. Okay. So let's not get lost in the snake. Well, all right. Mine all kind of go together though, just <laughs> so that you are aware. So you say so you're not a diverse listener, is what you're saying? Um, I'm saying that mine is related to an event on uh vacation. Oh, okay. So I'll go ahead and start off. First pick in the Mount Rushmore recent artist draft. I'm going with the guy we just talked about, Jack Harlow, ladies and gentlemen. Solid pick, solid pick. Is that your uh, George Washington right there? Uh, yeah, I would say so. He he is the he is the face of the mountain for sure. All right, all Even right. Even there's four of them. Yeah, I don't know how you can have a face of the mountain. <laughs> but all right, all right. Um. Speaking of the mountains, I'm talking about, uh, you know, whatever day it was. Thursday, I think. Thursday morning, the guys on the trip, we went to go drop off one of the other guys. He had to go to a wedding and stuff like that, so he had to leave early. So we take this drive in the morning to the airport, drop him off. Then on our way back, we took a different path that took us more through the mountains, climbed way up, almost 9,000 feet in elevation. So what were we doing? We were putting on some some uh, just different songs to really keep the vibe going. And the first one we, we put on was uh, Tupac. So again, not in my top four of all time. Not that there's anything wrong with them. But <laughs> recently, uh, Tupac. Not bad, not bad. Face yeah. of the Mountain. And that's like who you've been listening to the most recently, huh? Well, you know, you, you know how sometimes you, you listen to something and it's been a long time since you've heard it, but you can go through some of the greatest hits and stuff like that and still, you know, not feel like it's too new to you, but still feels like, oh, I haven't listened to this in a long time. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of nice to have some songs that would like go on for, you know, five or six minutes as we're just like going through these mountains, uh, coming over an edge where we would like get a view just like miles and miles out. So it was kind of nice. What was y'all bumping? Was y'all getting some California love, some Hail Mary? That's, I think, uh, one of the songs that started off, you know, as we as we see the sign that we're going back from uh, Nevada into California. Had to bump some California love. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, with the snake, you know, it goes me, you, you, me. All right, so I'll keep it going. You know, you got you got Pac, and we were going around in the car, passing the phone around, 
each picking, uh, you know, the next song. If someone's playing Pac, you know who you're playing next. You're playing Biggie. Biggie. So, yep. I mean, that was the next one. So, right there, two faces, face of the mountain. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are going to think that you're some, you know, rap head. I know, but you've already set the record straight. This I is set not, the record straight? Yeah, this is not... You said it earlier, I think segment two, you know, this isn't my uh, forte of music, um, but it's the, it's the recency thing, you know? This is the Eastern High coming out. No, uh, this is uh, before I was born coming <laughs> out. Is your number three and four going to be Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube? Uh, you got one of them right. I'll, I'll, let you, <laughs> I'll let you do your picks and then uh, I'll let you know which one you got right. Right, NWA. Um I'll go ahead and I'll jump in my number two. So we're going rap heavy in these uh, first three picks. But I'm switch gears. I'm going Zach Bryan. Wouldn't say he's country, but he's a singer songwriter from Oklahoma, Navy guy. Um, got a lot of good hits out there. Got an album dropping this Friday, actually. And it's mm. going to be, you know, not your your standard 12-song album. You know, this has 34 songs on it, and I'm sure that they're all bangers. He's dropped snippets, you know, here and there on certain ones. Got a bunch Jeez. of fire songs out right now. Something in the Orange, Highway Boys from Austin, you know, Late July, Open the Gate. It's, you know, he's he's dropped like five songs from this new album, and they've all been straight heat. And mm. definitely might throw that on the recommendation here uh, soon. But, I mean, summertime when the sun's out, that's the time to, you know, get, a, get into a little bit of country adjacent. You know what I'm saying? And so I went Jack, number one. Zach Bryan, number two. You may think this is, you know, Talladega or something. How many gears I'm switching. But I'm going Foo Fighters. Reason this is on here. Tragically, the drummer, Taylor Hawkins, a couple weeks ago, passed away. You know, I I was never really listened to a lot of Foo Fighters. I probably listened to, like, their their main song. Um, But, you know, going back after hearing the news kind of just playing like their top, you know, eight songs on Apple Music. Started adding a couple of them to my 2000s alternative playlist. And they got some bangers on there. I've been throwing a little bit of them, a little bit of, you know, Nirvana, you know, getting that 2000s, 90s alternative, you know, kick in. Mm -hmm. So Jack Harlow 1, Zach Bryan 2. Foo Fighters 3. Three different genres. That's how diverse I am right now. T-Brock, who's your number three? I ain't switching up with the genres. I'm <laughs> telling you. It's uh it was it was the vibe on this ride back. Um so you guessed a couple people on my on my next two. The one that you got right was uh Cube, Ice Cube. Um mm-hmm. you know, we were uh bumping to it was a good day because <laughs> it was a good day. Um and again, you know, just seemed to seem to be right, seemed to be good for the mood, and uh, it was it was good. So, um, 
Then the other one was uh, Dr. Dre. It could have easily been Snoop Dogg. It could have easily been Easy e um, But I went with Dre. So uh, that kind of rounds out my Mount Rushmore, Pac, Biggie, Cube, and Dre. Um, Dude, I'm what not... is this Mount Rushmore for Tyler Brockman? You said, look, I didn't make the question this week. You said, and you wrote it down, the Mount Rushmore for the recent artists that I've listened to. Those are the artists that I've recently listened to. Have you been I'm, recently listening to them, or was it just on this drive those four said, artists played? No, look, I explained it to you. Look, you're getting me off topic here, but the drive is what got me back into it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. So so, so you were I mean, listening what? to some I'm of this saying, today on the drive to the, the hospital? Uh, it's like a five-minute drive, so I wasn't listening to anything. I was, I was You're just screaming internally going I to woke, class. No, I woke up late. I was still on Tahoe time. I was rushing in. It is what it is. But um, no, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm going to listen to them now for the next year, but, uh, you know, keep up the vacation memories, I guess. I'll listen to them for the next week or two and we'll just see where it goes from there. Probably a week. <laughs> and just so everyone knows, Tyler's favorite artist of all time is Phil Collins. So this is definitely not a genre that I would expect Tyler to I mean, know, dive look, into I'm the not, greats with. No, and I'm not doing a deep dive into it. I'm doing like, you know, some of their best songs each. I think that, you know, if someone asked me, what type of music do you listen to? I'm going to tell them I just listen to like greatest hits of everything. You know, I'm not, I'm not. Best songs into, of like, all time. Yeah, I'm not digging Africa, into <laughs> I'm not digging into their eighth best song on their third album or anything like that. And, you know, whatever memories and lyrics and all that. I'm just saying like, oh yeah, this was like one of their most popular songs. They probably got played a hundred million times in uh, you know, two thousand two. I'm gonna listen to it and like it, most likely. It's just who I am. Yeah. You're not a big music listener, are you? I am not. Yeah. So kind of crazy. I know. I'm I'm giving these people a whirlwind. And that that's a lot of people's Mount Rushmore of their favorite artist. Well, and like I said, I mean we were passing the phone around picking, you know, the next song, just kind of keeping with the same, you know, vibe who, or energy. Who did you whatever. pick? Um in that rotation. So I think I'm trying to remember. I think I picked I think someone started off with um with Ice Cube. Hmm. And then um I think I was the one to then go to Tupac, California Love. And then I think uh, after Tupac, it was Biggie. And then someone else picks something else. And then I, I went with Easy E. So, I mean, I could have put Easy E on here, like I said, was was possible. And I don't know. I mean, it it was a long drive, but I think that's how it started out. Gotcha. And y'all just continued it. Yeah, Damn so I'm not man. saying I was the one who initiated it, but I just kept kept it going. If they played Taylor Swift, you could have been playing some Rihanna, some 
Exactly. I'm just I was just there to match whatever was already out there. You know what I'm saying? I was not setting the tone. I gotcha. But I still got my fourth pick out there on the table. Um, I've talked about them in the past. Seen them on Live at the Green in Nashville. Uh, you've seen them on U of L's campus. Live on Cardinal Boulevard, baby. The one and only Matt and Kim. One of my probably top favorite duos music uh, was for sure. You know, they got some heat. They got some bangers. They got some uppity kind of just music that you can roll the windows down. Not really look for, you know, lyrics. Like you said, you're not the big lyric guy. But they, they just got some crazy beats. They got some funk. They got, you know, some happy music, make you feel good. So throwing them on the rotation a lot, I usually do that, you know, every couple months or so, listen to some Matt and Kim, get back on that kick, mm-hmm. you know, it's just some solid music. I get so, your mood up, you know, for sure. And, you know, this kind of shows how diverse my music taste is compared to T-Brock's. Um, he stuck with the four probably top artists in the hip hop world. Look, I didn't know that we were doing a snake draft. If I did, maybe I would have switched it up. Um, that's all I'm saying. And I got, you know, hip hop. I got some singer, songwriter, country, folk, whatever you want to call it, Americana. I got some alternative. I got some pop. You know, I'm a renaissance man in the music world. Uh, that's what they say. But. Let us know who had the best top four recently that they've been listening to down in the comments. I'll throw this on the poll. Let us know. With that being said, we'll go ahead and dive right into our recommendations. Um, I'll be the gentleman and say, Tyler, you go first. All right. Well, you know, I got to go ahead and recommend Lake Tahoe. You know, like I said, it's not a place I thought I would uh, end up going. Um, but now that I've been, I'm happy I went, I would go back. Um, maybe I'd try it out for more of a summery, you know, lake, uh, vibe. But, um, if you're into skiing and you want, you know, that they have it to offer as well. Um, so that's, you know, I've already talked about it enough, but, uh, that's my recommendation. Gotcha. And a solid one too. You know, I've Lake Tahoe is really what, you know, I feel like a lot of like uppity, you know, celebrities, you know, people of higher status, they'll, they'll go yeah, to Tahoe. I think, the, I think the Kardashians go to South Lake Tahoe. We were in uh, North Lake Tahoe. Is that where all the trashy people go? Uh, I mean, we were in a nice house. I'm not sure if I would, if I would say it was trashy. Um, but yeah, I'll go ahead and jump in. Solid recommendation. I'll have to go out there and, and see the lake myself uh, one of these days. But I'm going to go ahead and say, and I'm going to extend this invite to you, but going to a NASCAR race. Now, I know I, I've talked about it before. You know, People will will hate on me for liking it. They think it's boring to watch on TV. You know, I get it. 
I, I think, you know, golf is boring to watch on TV. I think, you know, tennis is boring to watch on TV, but I'm sure if you go to one of those things, you know, the atmosphere is crazy. And that's kind of like what I'm hitting at with going to a race. You may not like watching it on TV, but you go there, you experience the sights, the sounds, the, the tents outside the track, the, you know, food that's all up and down outside the vendors, you know, shirts, take your picture, you know, look at all the pre-race stuff. You're actually seeing the cars in person up close. You're hearing them real, you know, close how loud it is. You're feeling the car inside your chest. You know, you're tasting that rubber on the tip of your tongue. You know, it's, it's a great experience definitely recommend going to a race and i say that because i think myself and murray are trying to plan our next track that we're going to and we're looking at june 5th at worldwide technology raceway near st louis which is a less than four hour drive from louisville being our next uh, track um, that we hit up so it's new to the nascar cup se- uh, cup series schedule hasn't been on there before or if it has it's been a number of years since they've done it so it'll be new for the top series to go out there they got the new car near near a, a big city like st louis uh, but still rather close to the area so if we don't want to buy a hotel for Saturday night, we can just leave early Sunday morning, get back late Sunday night, and you know have a, a hell of a time. But that is my recommendation: is going to a race of any kind, really. Bristol's always a fun time. Daytona, if you if you got the means, by by all means, go do it. Um, but definitely go out, and if you have the opportunity, to go to a race, go see a race for sure. Are you declining my invite? No, I'm not declining your invite. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not accepting it either. I I do agree with the recommendation. I'm glad that you got me to go to that uh, one race when we were rooming together. Um, I think it helped get me into the sport, having seen it in person. um, Really added to my interest. I know I'll go back, just don't know when. Um, But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be going back. Mm-hmm, for sure and with that being said you know we finish every episode the same we got Tyler's famous quote of the week Tyler how are you going to end us this week well man I don't know if you've seen it on Twitter but friend of a friend of a friend of the podcast Lamar Jackson went golfing the other day uh, some funny pictures had the tee on the green had putting with the you know one of his irons um i'm sure that's what you're gonna look like uh on this weekend trip (laughs) um anyway people were quick to call him out on it he was quick to keep it all a joke and uh so my quote's kind of a tweet but he said i was thinking top golf the entire time that's how i think about golf too so (laughs) all right and that wraps us up Again, for episode number 15 of the Life After College podcast. See you next time.